Aussie gamers and to everyone that loves video games and things alike. This is the Aussie Gamers Express video game podcast. Born and bred within the land of opportunity and slow overpriced internet. For news, reviews and video game related fun, keep listening along with your hosts, Lucas and Red. This is episode 162, and today is Monday, the 6th of March, 2017. Welcome to the Aussie Gamers Express video game podcast. I am your host, Lucas, and here with me is my co-host and very good friend, Red. How are ya? Bam! <laughs> Wicked. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> slam. Slam. Yeah, I've seen that and I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> this might no- just be cooler. <laughs> That's the no name in, uh, imitation brand. <laughs> Hashtag slam, boys! <laughs> slam! Yeah, slam. I, it'll work. <laughs> oh dear, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I, I hashtag slammed one of my videos the other day. <laughs> what a... No, wicked. Yeah, nice. Before we start, here is this week's show in preview. First up, we will have video game discussion, and then after the video game discussion, we'll have video game news. Can you say it's a theme here? There's a lot of video game stuff we do on this show. <laughs> In this week's news, we will have details on Destiny 2, Bolivia reacts to Ghost Recon, and Xbox Gaming Subscription Service. Then after the news, we'll do What's That Sound, then Red Shout, and then we'll have some last words before we finish this week's show. So, first up on the agenda is Red is going to tell us about his video game discussion. Rightio. Oh, well, I've been building up to that. I was starting to hold my breath. I'm like, here we go. Uh, okay, something I played for just 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, was The Witcher 3, <laughs> just to check it out, see what it looked like on the 4K TV. And it did not disappoint. <laughs> uh, because I, I think I mentioned last week that I picked up the Hearts of Stone DLC for about 7 bucks, so you couldn't yes, say no. You did? Um... I played another level or two of Sniper Elite 4. I tell you what, there's a difficulty spike in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you were but saying. You get about three or four levels, as you'd know. It's just foot soldiers, and then they introduce like different um, units, like the Jaegers and whatnot, so they're a, couple of, they're a bit harder to put down if you don't get a headshot off straight away. Mm. And then they introduce tanks. Yeah, the tanks, yep. <laughs> Oh, wow. And if you've used all your, say, your TNT or you haven't picked it up or if you've died, because when you die, it resets your um, inventory back to what you select at the start of the level. So any mines or anything you've picked up are then gone. So getting past a few of those was a little bit tricksy here and there. But without a doubt, worked it out, just grinded it out and um, got through it. Um, The level I'm talking about in particular, Luke, is the one where you're actually working with the the mob and you're after Don Prigioni or something like that and he's up in the top of a big castle right at the back of the level. Yeah. Hot damn, that level was fucking huge. So um, there's to, to quote you from your, 
your review at AussieGamersExpress.com is every level in this game dwarfs the level's size of Sniper Elite 3. Yeah. And there is your evidence. This level was so fucking big. So big. Yeah, um, yeah enjoyable. Um, I've gone another prestige with my uh, Raider in for, for Honor. And after the fuck up last week, they um, gave everyone three days worth of champion status. And if you don't know what that is, that's kind of like the renown booster that you got with Rainbow Six that you could set for 24 hours. So right. you get a bit of a, a bit of additional XP and uh, salvage and a bit of additional loot or the chance of Did additional loot. Per, what, happened, um, what happened last week? Uh, the servers went down. Oh, as simple as that. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've been bombing a little, and um, you'll probably remember in my review, which is also at the same web address, web address that I just repeated a moment ago, is uh, the connection was a big issue because it's P2P. Yeah. And something's just happened, whether it's been flooded, overloaded, or whatnot. This is all pure speculation on my behalf. It just shit itself, and you couldn't get on. So they've said sorry. They've given us a bit of this premium content or premium bloody XP booster thing to say sorry. And while they're at it, uh, they've changed a couple of little bits and pieces in there. You, usually when you used to go to deathmatch and pick deathmatch, you'd either get a skirmish match, which is basically a dominion without the points, or you get an elimination, which is a 4v4 in the in the 1v1 style so you just face off with one person and you move on to the next move on to the next sort of thing yeah. and now they've separated that so you can pick which one you actually want to do <clears throat> which is really cool because they with the daily um missions and stuff that they give you sometimes it calls for you to do a skirmish and sometimes it calls for you to do an elimination and you were a 50 50 chance of getting one and even at the end of the game if you stayed in there and the players still stayed in there and there's enough players to start a new game it was no guarantee that you'd get the game mode that you wanted so that was a little bit skew if i think so they fixed that which is really cool so for honor i i uh, put out there um on one of my screenshots that i put up on instagram actually i said uh got game of the year gty or g-o-t-y and i got questioned on that and i went oh big fuck up multiplayer game of the year because <laughs> 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 uh battlefield but obviously is not in this year but it's going to have its dlc so that'll push close there's going to be a new Call of Duty and um, Destiny 2, maybe. So at this point, For Honor is my multiplayer game of the year, and I'd love to hear anyone else's arguments or predictions on something that's going to beat it. And there's so many for platforms upon which you can have your say, but the easiest one to get in direct contact with us is the Facebook page. But we do monitor the comments on every platform of the podcast. So tell me, what do you think is going to be better than For Honor? Or just agree. Go rant. For a multiplayer game? Yeah. Can, what do you reckon? What's your... Oh, I know well, what you're going to reckon. My multiplayer of the year is going to be a single-player game. <laughs> <laughs> that you play multiple times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Day's gone. No, genital jousting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't accept that like it's a serious answer. <laughs> Doodle and bum, mate. Doodle what, and bum. You said you, knew, you said you knew what I was going to pick. What was I going to pick? I, I, I pred well, predicted that um, you guys have been talking about on the page but, uh, about the 4v4 game mode for Ghost Recon, which you have potential to be fucking really good at. Ah, right. Yeah, well, um, that'll be interesting to see the, the PvP. Is that what you're talking about? 
Absolutely, yeah. That'll, that'll be very interesting to see. Now, look, I've been playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. We got a, a few copies quite early. Uh, yeah. Project Games Express for review purposes. And uh, something that uh, Repromir Jason pointed out was that uh, you can actually buy the weapons. You can unlock all the attachments and stuff with real money. Oh, no. Just like Battlefield and stuff. Why would they do that? Uh, to make money, obviously, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Play the game. Go and get the collectibles. <laughs> Go to the game. Why? Why? It's it's got those boosters as well, XP boosters and all that sort of stuff that you can get, and you can buy a whole bunch of uh, camos and outfits and all that. But you can also buy like unlock all of the the like scopes, and uh, yeah, Jason says you can go and, and pay to unlock the the weapons, the guns. Nah, look, vanity items. I understand if you do want to stand out in the crowd, look a bit different or. Customize yourself. Every game's had that option for the last four or five years, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I, I get that. That I understand. Uh, but what do they call them? Um, shortcuts. Weapon shortcuts. And, and um, yeah, no, I don't get it. Because Battlefield's done it for a couple of years and shit like that. And it's like, pay five ninety five, and you can have every gun in the class. But the, and I'm like, well, you can earn them all. You know, that's, that's well, five, ten bucks. Well, you could just play the game. Yeah, that's right. You can absolutely earn them all in-game. And if the bait is anything to go by, it, I, 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 you're going to take away from yourself that, that zing. Oh, check this out. I actually have this fucking potato grip now for the front of my gun that um, it, it reduces recoil. I'm going to see how it goes. Or I've got an extra, I've got a 3.4 magnification on my ACOG, but now I can click L3 and go to five times. Let's see what I can do with this now. And you can really develop your own playstyle whilst creating your own weapon. What's the point of just having everything is going to go, right, OP this, OP that, this suppressor that doesn't drop damage, this thing, this grip that doesn't make recoil, I'm going to have the 15 times scope and I'm never going to have to go in and and fucking fix a situation. Nothing really is ever going to go wrong. You're not going to have to rely on instincts and have that sense of like, fuck yeah, I've done it. And then at the, at the end of the level when you've gone, fuck yeah, I've done it, get the reward and say, look, here you go, have a fucking suppressor for your gun for this class of weapon that doesn't drop your damage, you know, or well, doesn't have bullet You are drop. ripping yourself up with rewards because you've already got everything. Yeah, that's right. You rip it, it. Half the emotion of success that we get from these games, a lot of these games now, and we talk about it like with the souls and stuff like that, that's one of their aspects, that when you beat something after trying time and time again, you get that sense of reward, and the same as... With Ferrana, you get that sense of reward for winning, but you can go out and buy that stuff. Yeah, what's the fucking point? A bit yeah. of vanity? Well, not. Yeah, why? why? But I then, there's, for people, people like us, we don't have to pay for it. We don't have to. We can. Nah. Uh, we can do it the way we want to. So that's that's. But that's our thing. that's our generation. We're not used to being handed stuff like that. Remember, yeah. in the Sega, you used to have to beat the game on NBA Jam. You used to have to beat a whole season with a certain team to unlock the mascot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where but, we started. But uh, in play, I've been playing it, played it yesterday with uh, Snoogans and Repromere, and uh, naturally the, the very first part of the game is exactly the same as the yeah. close beta. Uh, then from there on in, basically you you have free reign to go anywhere in the map. So there's no lock-offs, there's nothing. It's just you pick, go where you want. And every sector has its own little storyline. 
And every time oh, you really? cross a, yeah, every time you cross a border, it obviously all sort of ties into the one ties in. yeah, yeah, yeah. overarching story. But they've all got their own little stories of how how you know how things uh, happen. And yeah, you as soon as you cross a border, the you'll get like a, a radio intel come over that'll explain who the leader is of that area, how he rose to where he is, what his expertise is. Um, and, uh, yeah, and you go through and basically the idea is you've got this one, uh, Lord guy that, uh, I can't remember his name. It's one of those, like El Jefe kind of names, but, uh, uh, basically the way to bring him down is to pull apart his cocaine business piece by piece. And that's by slowly taking down his, his leaders in the different, uh, sections of, uh, of the Bolivia there. So, it's it's actually a quite an interesting story background to it and how it all works, which is is usually plays backseat driver to a fantastic gameplay experience, but mm. it's always nice to have excellent gameplay with a story that actually makes sense in the background going as well. So I, I like that. It's it's going to very well. We've only had hands on for um, uh, a couple of days now. So I haven't done too much of it, but I've basically cleared out that uh, uh, closed beta area. Mm-hmm. And then in the open beta, they opened up that section to the left. Yeah. However, we've gone to the right. We've gone to a different section there and uh, and working on that one there. But it's it's brilliant. It's not it's not without its flaws. It still has a few sort of online bugs to fix. Snoogan still gets the helicopter blades that aren't spinning. Ah, yeah. Like, um, that was a funny video. Yeah, yeah, that was a funny video. Go and check it out on, on YouTube. Uh, what other issues? Um, Parachutes remaining? No, no, we didn't have that issue again. Uh, there was Invisible? Else. Was anyone invisible? Yes, I, I was invisible for Jason for a short amount of time, he said. But then, because like, we got into the car... And I yeah. was driving, and he said, "Oh, you're invisible." He said, "This is like Night Rider, uh, the, the, <laughs> new, the new season." And uh, he said, "Oh, no, there you are. You're now on top of the car." <laughs> and <laughs> now, while we're moving at 100 kilometers an hour, you've casually just stepped into the driver's seat. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little bit of a graphical glitch for for him on his side of things. It was fine for me, but I was driving, so usually the driver gets the the clear image. Um, but it's, it's definitely fun and everything that I thought it would be. It, it, it's great. As long as you've got the communication there, you can have some real cool fun doing things. You, if you want to infiltrate bases from the air with a helicopter, skydiving or go in multiple directions. That was actually, there was actually a really cool mission that we did where, uh, we, we had played it before in the the betas but Mm. uh we we would normally enter from the front but because now we didn't have the beta border behind it which you can't yeah we could actually properly infiltrate from the rear because before you could go from the rear but you were limited by how far back you could go because the border was there the barrier so Mm. now we could actually fly in from the back jason jumps out he takes it. He takes it from the rear, 
And then Snoogans and I landed further in front of the base and we, we um, made entry from the front. So there's Jason popping uh, snipes and stuff from the back. And he goes, look, there's a sniper in the tower, but he's like at the front end. I haven't got a good shot on him. Can any of you guys get him? I said, yeah, yeah I got a clean, easy shot on him. I'll take him down. So it was it was actually really cool. It, uh, and, uh, yeah, when you you, you were, had high hopes, didn't you? I did, but look, the I I wasn't really that worried about it after playing the uh, the betas because I knew it would be very similar to that, and I was very happy with the betas. Um, there's a lot of good fun moments riding motorbikes, just flat knacker down the side of a mountain, and then just whatever happens happens. That's good fun. <laughs> Um, Trust your nuts. Yeah, all the all the cool different uh, mounted weapons on the back of cars, rockets on helicopters, miniguns. The challenge of shooting enemies on the ground with a minigun mounted to a helicopter is so much fun. But uh, <laughs> we've got to the point that, uh, Red, if you're ever playing with Jason, with Repromir, you drive, mm. you fly the helicopter. He can shoot, he or can he shoot. can't drive. He can't drive. It was funny. <laughs> I thought you were about to say he's a crack shot. No, no, it's just that he's a bad driver. The other day we get into a we get into a car. He's like, "Let's go." We didn't make it ten meters before he had us uh, wedged between two rocks, <laughs> suspended above the ground. It sounds like me on GTA. It's like I want to be the getaway driver. I've got the fast. Nah. <laughs> And then it was probably about 45 minutes later, I've gone, right, let's go. No, Jason, you get out. You're not driving. And he goes, well, I'm a good driver. I said, dude, an hour ago, you had the car mounted. And he, I said, no, get out. Take the fucking hint. And then there was another occasion where I'm like, dude, I need I need uh, exfiltration stat. He's like, I'm in the chopper. It's all good. And I'm looking at him and I'm watching him. I'm watching him. I'm like... I'm going to run. <laughs> he, just, he just all crashed it into the side of the building. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you you just lost your license. You are not allowed to fly and you're not allowed to drive anywhere near me. <laughs> you can do the turrets. <laughs> but it's funny. It's good. It is a, it is a really good game. Now Snoogans is going to tackle a review on it. He's already started it. He's that... He started at about 2 o'clock in the morning. He messaged me going, uh, can you have a look and see how it's going at the moment? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll have a look. He's like, what are you doing still awake? Oh, uh, yeah. Gamer. Gamer habits. <sighs> look, it's, it's the, these sort of games, you know, these are the ones that are a real pleasure to review. It's the ones you really love. Like, don't get me wrong, we've we've reviewed a lot of games, especially in the last 12 months when now we've been starting to branch out and touch base with the with the indie guys and everything like that and the smaller PR companies from around the world. This is not just Australia, obviously, or probably less Australia than it is the rest of the world. But, like, I've, I've recently done the For Honor one, and I fucking... I love that game. I love mm. that game so much. And it just flows, and it just... You just... You, you're going with the intent, right? This is my structure. Ten, ten paragraphs, pictures, videos, and a final score, where it come from, when it come out, sort of thing like that. I just kept typing, and as you just said, just as you said, I've just brought up the the preview of um, Snoogs's Wildlands review to date, mm. and he's just gone for it. And, and as you said, it is—it's just a gamer's habit. But 
there's just these ones that come around every now and again that are just a, a dead set pleasure. Yeah, but no, it's it is a, it is a really good game. If you if you like, there's a, a little bit of Splinter Cell in there. There's a lot of oh uh, yeah sure Ghost Recon. It's very different to the the Ghost Recons of the past, though. Being open world, the open world mm. looks absolutely amazing. I Snoogan and I were talking about it the other day. I really don't know where these people get off saying the graphics are shit. That. Ah, millennials, mate. Not that I mean any offence to anyone under the age of twenty-five, but fuck you. No, but, but what? What's the purpose of that? That is clear trolling only, right? Because you can't. Yeah. I, I don't. It's one of those things where I believe that this game is very good looking. Now, yes, there are parts of the game that could look better, right? But to say that this game has shit graphics—that's that's a false statement. That's not an opinion. I don't think your opinion can count there. If you think it's a fu- if if you think the graphics are shit, that's that's invalid. I, I won't take your opinion. You know, each to their own. No, no, you don't get your own opinion on this. It's not shit graphics. Some parts aren't perfect because it's not perfect. But the graphics, you can, you've got to admit that that when you are up in the air, that actually looks like aerial shots of a real place. But yeah, anyone that's saying that the graphics are shit and absolutely terrible, they've they're just doing that for attention because their, their head is firmly placed in their ass. I don't know how they can see the screen. Look, I'll give it to you though. You've always been fair. If so, if one of us have gone, nah, that's shit. You've gone, well, well, why? And given us the chance to explain ourselves. And if we've ever just gone, and this is, I mean, for the last three years, the entirety of our relationship, and you go, if I go, oh, just cause, you go, well, your opinion's invalid. I was really willing to sit back, listen, and debate with you your point if I disagreed with it. But just because you say, just cause, or it's in my opinion, yeah. You've always gone nut. That's it's invalid. But as you said, people are getting on there going, "This is bad. This is bad. This is bad." There's nothing to back it up. What can you compare it to? It's like if you want a game this size, with the fidelity of graphics that people are expecting of the The Witcher Three and everything like that, with the network connectivity and everything, nothing would work. It'd crash all the time. Yeah, it's it's there's not enough memory in in modern technology computers. You know, the the kind of memory you would need for that. And CPU power and GPU power is NASA. is phenomenal. We're not there yet, but the problem is, if we went back ten years and made graphics look like that, we probably could put more fidelity in there with lower lower expectations and and do more things. But the mm. thing is, we can't have one without the other. If you want the games to look better and a little bit more photorealistic, then there are going to be compromises. Um, whereas, you know, up close, the, the, the tree, the grass foliage or whatever probably looks a little 2D, square, cardboardy, what have you. But the thing is, the entire thing as an overall looks actually brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, that's, uh, that's another matter. But it, it's a good looking game. It is good, good fun to play. We had no, uh, connection issues whatsoever. We connected to each other straight up, no dramas. So that's a good thing. And that's that's well, the key. That's the key. In saying that, though, the game wasn't launched yet, so there's probably not billions of people trying to play at the same time. So I don't know what it's going to be like on launch, but at the moment, works fine. 
So, <laughs> fingers you, crossed. You can carry, you, your internet speeds can carry the entirety of the reviewers in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. But anyway, yeah, so it went well. And um, yeah, there's PvP coming post-launch as well, which will be interesting to see how that um, pans out. Could be cool, mm. depending on how big they let you play. Maybe it's the whole thing. Could be like GTA 5. Oh, wow. That could be all right. Uh, wow. What else have you been playing, Randy, if you want to move on from Right, that? yeah, I have one more. Um, and you probably already guessed what it is. I thought I was going to come to today's recording with a little bit of controversy, something we could go back and forth between and have valid opinions because we we disagreed with each other uh, professionally and respectfully. But no, I'm sorry. I go, I've got to agree with everyone. I have to conform. So obviously... If, if you've been living under a rock, you'd probably still realise I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. <laughs> let me get. Let, are you saying that, that you actually wished that you had something to argue with me about? No, well, I thought I had. I did have. I had ammo. I, I was had ammo to argue with everyone's opinion. Like the first four hours after hearing all this wicked stuff about it was deflating. Oh. For me, for me, yeah, I, I'm putting my hand on my hands on my chest, going, just, just me, just me. I'm not Why? pointing. Ah, oh, it looked beautiful. It looked brilliant. The the way the tutorial led, because uh, obviously, we can talk a little bit. I'm not going to give major plot spoilers away, but you're a child to start off with when you take control of the game and everything like that, and you have your Simba moment where you get your name. Um, uh, so that was all well and good. It all handled fine. It was perfect. But it was so, so dialogue-driven, so much talky. Stop talking, I want a bow and arrow. Shush, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, so yeah, much but that's, that's your fault, though. You're selecting yeah, yeah, the dialogue. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As I said, I'll take ownership for all this. You don't, but it you just don't seemed need to, to go so through, slowly. You don't need to go through those options. You can select the one that says, I need to go now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Anyway. But I knew that I knew, knew from everything I heard that I shouldn't rip myself off of that opportunity. So I went in with a completionist point of view. Look, you know, you'd know exactly the point I'm talking about. You know, you've done a little bit. You've taken on your first considerable enemy, and then you walk to a set of gates, and you can hear something behind the gates, and then you walk around the gates. This is after the proving and everything. And there's a young fellow who's just a dealt with a, a monster, yeah. dealt with a dinosaur, and that's. That, from that point right there, is where the game went brilliant. Yeah, well, is that, um, well, you, it's not really a spoiler, You're leaving Nora. You're leaving Nora. Is that the Corruptor fight? Just before it, yeah. Because yeah. you, you meet the, you meet Sona, the war chief's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that point there, well, that's when the game opens up to you because you get the seeker privilege and everything like that, so you're allowed out. Yeah, yeah. And after that, uh, it become brilliant. Your focus become really essential in tracking everything. And it did, because I'd put it on very hard and I do this to myself all the time. And it, it just didn't feel hard at all. I wasn't dying. I wasn't getting hit. I was like, oh, wow. You playing it on get hard? Out. Hey? You playing it on hard? Very hard. Yeah, hardest difficulty. Yep. And it wasn't getting hit. I'm like... Oh man, I thought this was going to be a bit of a challenge, you know. Fucking come on. Even the first major battle that you do um, with a, 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 um, a sawtooth. Yeah. Uh, 
that that felt a bit tricksy and is he that hit where me a couple the, of times. There's two of them. There's but, two of them, isn't there? No, it's just the one. There's two <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the one red, I'm thinking of. Red walked around them. <laughs> that's the one I remember. <laughs> the two of them, sons of bitches. Red walked around them. Yeah, but how cool one. is that? That part you're talking about, just a die, oh, fuck, I'm going to be all over the place with it because I, uh, bottom line is, really impressed. But that point you're talking about there, you got the two sawtooths down the bottom and they're kind of grazing in a in a big wide field like yeah. a like a ravine. But you can go up around the mountains and just watch them doing their normal thing and it's almost like they're alive. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm taken back by it. Uh, I, I was like, oh, this game's a little bit underwhelming from everything that I hear. And then I actually get out into the open world aspect of the game, and then there's no looking back. This game is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, those, those sawtooths are the ones that I call the castle lines from Vol- Voltron. Yeah! How, oh, <laughs> and the, oh, yes, because I, I just called them a line. They go... Someone said to me, "Oh, what's a sawtooth?" And I said, "Oh, it's like a, it's like a lion tiger thingy, like a cat, agile, and yeah, Voltron cat." Yeah, I, I think the idea because the the names are very literal and kind of like what they are. A sawtooth is like a saber toothed tiger. Yes, 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 yes. And you've got the snap more. Um, well, they're like a snapping crocodile. Yes, you know, they're, 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 they're uh, quite. Quite uh, literal is what their literal. names are. The, yeah. There's the the uh, the charger. The charger. the charger. He's like the bull. He just fucking scuffs his foot and then fucking off he comes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's the uh, the rock thrower. Oh, son of a bitch. Mm, yeah. And oh, if but you don't the, have any focus. You're fucked. These the in the uh, what are the, the thunder jaw. Those yep. those things are basically the T Rex of uh, the machines. They're they're really cool and uh, a bit of a bitch to take down. But once you uh, play through the game and you unlock, uh, well, not unlock. You just got to put like um, buy in-game uh, weapons. So once you get the sharp, I think it's the sharpshooter bow. Got one. Yep, that was yep. the latest thing I've acquired. So you've got the purple ammo, the one where you can yeah. shoot it and it goes. And pops off. And knocks all the armor off, yeah. Mate, when you get up against a, a machine with a mounted turret, yep. shoot their turret and break it off. Go and pick the turret up and shoot them back with their own gun. <laughs> Say hello, my little friend. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. That's how I take down Thunderjaws. I, I, take, I take off their disc launcher and then yep. I'll go and pick it up and just shoot him to shit with his own gun it is so good and uh, another tactic that I learn as well is use your stealth pick pick your vantage points from somewhere far back right there's a piece of long grass there I'm going to go stand in that long yeah. grass and I'm going to set up traps and I'm going to set up traps to lure them into which will give you the edge because when you're fighting big massive machines shooting standard arrows at them will only do so much damage what you want to do is Hit their weak points, hit them with explosives, bring them to their knees, and hit them with visceral attacks with your bow, and then you, you'll generally go all right with it. But it's it's absolutely fantastic. All right, I'm going to hit you with something. All right, um, I'm not going to give it away too much, but something that really, really impressed me. Like, there's a lot of games where you can, like, like Tomb Raider is one of them that does it a little bit better than the generic. You got to go do uh, like what I'm talking about in Horizon. Uh, in for Horizon, Forza Horizon, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, the Cauldron. Remember those? Yeah. 
Matrix. <laughs> the, the cauldrons in this game blew me away. I'd, or, you know me. I, I don't do, I don't do sideies, right? I don't do, ex, I just do yep. main story. So I was probably a good twenty-five hours into the game before I bothered with any of the cauldrons, right? Oh, radio, yeah. After twenty-five hours of gameplay, I went and did my first cauldron. I'm like, wow, this looks amazing. It was so beautiful. It was excellent. There is so much to explore in this game, and the the visuals just get better and better and better. I've seen a lot of the game now, and I haven't found anywhere in the game where you've like... They kind of just slapped that together, they didn't they? That's, no, that's, that's, that was a point I was trying to make. Like I, as I said, like Tomb Raider does it okay, but this just takes it to another level. So basically, it's a tomb where you get an upgrade to something at the end. No, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Some games just slap it together. To, tomb Raider was shit in comparison to these. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be nice because Tomb Raider kind of invented the whole solve the puzzle, get the upgrade in this little section, then come out of the side of the wall on, of a fucking building or a fucking bit no, of terrain this, horizon was fun and rewarding it was great but those those cauldrons are good um uh, basically if you're wondering the cauldrons you go through a um an area once you finish it you'll have access to override more machines so you can hack yeah, them make them friendly yep. and it is so rewarding to go into a field of two sawtooths or more and send them into each other. <laughs> Make one of them friendly and just watch them fight. Oh, it's so good. And it, it's actually a godsend when you can do the uh, glint hawks, the, the flying birdie thingies, watching yeah. them fight. Because fuck fighting them, they're a pain in the ass. They are. It's, um, oh, she's a beautiful game, mate. And I like the fact you can Skyrim the walls too. <laughs> Yes, you can. Climbing up and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you can do the boing up there. Because as you know me, uh, you know how the map kind of goes, you start down the bottom of the right-hand corner and then kind of goes up, but then it hooks off to the left? Yeah. That From the bottom to the top of that first section on the right-hand side, every collectible's been done, every side mission's been done, every main mission's been done. That's where I'm at at the moment. So where the, the map starts to branch out into that, to the full body of it, that's where the, my uh, like, I mean, my smoke is, if you will, on the map. Yeah. Oh, long necks. Oh, oh man. And and she, she gives you subtle little audio cues. Oh, this would be a good place to jump off here to da-da-da. Yeah. Or, my focus is picking up something or it doesn't really tell you, but it does. It gives you a clue if you need it. It doesn't do it straight away. And, and your very first long neck, I'm like, I'm running up to it. Like, oh yeah, there's going to be something yellow here to grab onto because everything that you can climb on normally kind of like uh, Tomb Raider had white paint everywhere. This yeah. has got like a yellow tinge or a yellow rope, which indicates you can grab onto it, which is really cool visually. And um, I'm like, there's nothing there. And she goes, Oh, these legs are too abrasive for me to try and get on. I'm going to have to find a, a higher vantage point. And then you look and like, oh, there's a ruin there. So you go on, you climb your way up through the ruin, and then you, you see a little bit of off, and he comes walking around. And you just, I, I almost think Horizon Zero Dawn does the whole jump from one, like the the, the, the leap of faith sort of thing like you do in um, Uncharted 4 where you leap from one place to another and you know he's going to make it but he kind of slips and everything like that yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn does the whole slow-mo yeah you know, oh this is sick 
it gives you a chance to take it all in. Oh, this this is fucking kicked a lot of goals for me. This game, because um, I had to make a choice. Obviously, um, very humbled. I've got a review copy to play Ghost Recon with you boys, but I had to make a choice between Ghost Recon and Horizon Zero Dawn financially, and I. I'm glad I went with Horizon Zero Dawn at the end of the day. Well, I got the best of it. I can have my cake and eat it. It's not often you can say that. But um, because you guys did pump it up uh, when Stoogs joined the podcast, everything like that, the videos I'd seen, the stuff I'd read, and I'm like, this seems like a once, at least this is a potential game of the year contender. And that's not me saying that. So a lot of things I've read are like, you kind of, in, in our biz, what we do now, you kind of got to be part of that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, man. Look, I I understand completely what you mean there. All good. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about that, because it is so visually <clears throat> orgasmic, does it make a difference? And should you go out and buy a pro for this game because of the potential upgrading graphics, or do you think it's still a bit of bit of hot air? Because I'm still I'm starting to get the itch. I, I'm starting to get the itch to start saving for a pro. I, I, I don't know. What, what, what do you reckon? Is it, is it setting the setting the precedence for for the games in the future? Do you reckon there's going to be a enough of a call right. to buy Look, a pro? I've got the pro and I've got the standard one, and I have played it on both of them. And yes, the simple answer is it is better on the pro. You've got uh, further distances away is where the the sort of the foliage in the world will pop up. So on the on the vanilla, as you want to call it, the original PS4, the pop-ups are a little bit closer. The smoke and fog and all that sort of stuff is a little less dense, uh, and it it generally has a clearer feel on the Pro. I mean, it's in 4K on the Pro, whereas yeah. it's uh, it's just in in 1080 uh, on on the standard. But that's a, that's an interesting point to meant to note as well. Horizon Zero Dawn renders it at uh, 1080p, 30 frames a second. It's not one of these 900p games or anything like that. It's full 1080p. Why this game can do it and others can't manage it, I don't get it, because this thing's absolutely beautiful. But look, the, the, as for the HDR, it, it, HDR is, a, is garbage. I've turned it off. The only thing that serves to do is to absolutely destroy... The, the recording capabilities of the console. You know, you've got the DVR or whatever it is. Where you yes. can record your gameplay. Well, you just if you've got HDR on, don't even bother. Your screenshots still work out okay, uh, but don't even bother with recording because the HDR absolutely ruins them. It gives them like a weird purple-green haze that just destroys your video. Seriously, you'll watch it back and go, what happened there? Like, you know, do you ever have like a back in the old days with uh, RCAs or what have you and sometimes it'll be like you'll get like a purple wash over the screen yeah to, <laughs> or the magnet effect and you'll you'll go yeah, yeah like that the the, the gauss, gaussing I think that's called yeah, yeah, yeah but you'll have to grab the grab the cable the RCA cable the yellow one in the back and twist it a little <laughs> Give it a dingle. Yeah, give it a bit of a twist. <laughs> a, kick, and, a, a kick for good measure. And, and it'll clear up. Yeah, that sort of thing. It, it ruins them. So I, I've turned off HDR. It doesn't make any obvious differences to me. Uh, and I don't have it side by side, so I, I can't tell. So I'm not fussed on it. Is So yes, it is better. But should you go and blow the money? if you t Like, if you don't have the money... And it would mean saving up for a while 
and maybe sacrificing on other things. Should you get a pro? Nah. Nah. Worry about it. I wouldn't bother. Mm. Look, the reason why I have one is for a few reasons. Number one, I could afford it. Number two, I'm a, con- a content creator. I want to have, uh, a, like, the because the pro records in 1080, whereas the yep. standard will only do 720p. So I wanted the higher quality captures. I don't have a setup to record uh, using uh, a capture device uh, very easily from my consoles. So I do use the 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 DVR system in it where, where possible. Um, so I, that's why I wanted that. I wanted the I do stream, and once again I stream from the console majority of the time. So I wanted those features or what have you. But for actually playing the game, nah, just just stick with your standard one, man. Yeah, I agree. Look, that's why I asked you because you have that comparison, but it I've got nothing to compare it to, so I've got nothing to pick. The, the popping though makes sense because like sometimes you need to shoot a fox or a rabbit and then they'll kind of just leave the screen sort of thing mm. but at that point they're almost too far away to shoot with your bow and arrow anyway unless well, you're yeah. an absolute crack shot mm. but um I- i've only got the-, the vanilla and it's fucking beautiful <laughs> the particle they've yeah. still got particle effects it's not like it's going to be lacking in any of these effects i just think it no the- my, 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 my yeah i think it'd be fuller on the pro the only thing that upgrades in in all of the games I've played that are spe- specifically made for the pro, it's only top minor details that are better. Yeah, it's, the overall experience is still going to be pretty damn good for for Horizon. But anyway, and we've said it once, we've said it twice, and we'll say it again. The four, just having a four K TV with a vanilla console, well, with any of your consoles, really, I can speak for the Xbox One as well as the PS3. It makes it, it makes it better anyway. Yeah, your TV does a lot of the work. Yep. The upscaling and stuff like that. All right, uh, are we happy to move on to another game? Yeah, you're going you're to have to stop me there or we'll be still be talking about it next episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're done? I'm absolutely complete, my friend. Yes, I've had a busy week uh, with family. All right, no worries. If you want to uh, read our official Horizon Zero Dawn review, go to aussiegamesexpress.com. All right, uh, I played some Destiny this week, Red. Oh, get fucked. Yeah, I played uh, Rise of Iron. It's not bad, eh? <laughs> Rise of the same shit I've done before. <laughs> Rise the iron board. <laughs> the ironing board. It was... <laughs> it's done. It's, it's had its day for me, I think. It, uh, and look, yeah, me too. Like, it's. I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I'm not. I. I won't go that far to say. Nah, shit. Don't want to play it. Just. I've had enough of it. I think. I did, just none of it oh. came back. You know. Sometimes you'll go back to a game and go. Oh yeah, and you get stuck right into it. Yeah, for a week or two. Yeah, absolutely. I know them feels too. Yeah, I had a little bit more fun in the tower trying to. Um, we're playing. I was with Reprimere, and uh, we played a game where we stood on the edge. One person would stand on the edge of the, the tower where there was, like, no wall and you could fall off to your death. And the mm. other person would run at you and try and charge you off the edge without falling off the edge yourself. <laughs> and kind of like the opposite of a goalie, the guy standing on the edge could dodge you. Um, it, I don't know, it was stupid. But the funny thing is, we were doing that for, like, five minutes. Next thing we know, there's, like, other people... That <laughs> doing, doing the same thing 
Like, are they copying us? <laughs> but they couldn't they couldn't run into us because when they're not in your fire team they just run straight through you. But mm. they were playing it amongst themselves in the same spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Look, it's sucked us a lot of coin out of us. But we, we we've got that value back in time played. Yeah, but yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I'm with you. It's it's run its course, and it was uh, for me more of a social experiment, bringing the MMO style to console, and it worked. It was a very solid first-person shooter. But it, it, I say it every fucking week, and you're probably sick of me saying because you always agree with it. We have so many quality titles to pick from. Yeah, but that you don't need Destiny. I'm ready for a, for a sequel to that, but we've got a little bit of details of that in the news, don't we? <clears throat> <laughs> Touche. Here's another one that I played. Now, this one will sort of follow into the next thing I want to talk about, but a game called A Blind Legend. You've probably never heard of it. It's in my pants, mate. Ah, hello. <laughs> got him. <laughs> He's got one eye, but he can't see. No, I've not heard of it. A Blind Legend is a game that I played on a service called Utomic, and I'll cover off on that uh, after this. But uh, A Blind Legend is a game that can be played by blind people because there are absolutely no visuals whatsoever. You launch up the game and everything is done over speakers. So the game... The game recommends to wear headphones because it does the whole stereo thing so you can tell where, where things are coming from. But basically, if you could imagine that the way I, the visuals that I get, if this was a visual game, it would be a top-down action-adventure, kind of like a Zelda. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the feel I get from the game. And it's kind of set in that kind of medieval times. Now, I'm blind and I'm being led by my daughter. And you'll uh, she'll say, right, follow me. And you'll press up on the keyboard or, or on your control pad. And then she'll go, come over this way, Dad. And you'll hear it slightly off to the left in, in the left ear cup, right, in your headphones. Mm-hmm. And you can press space bar whenever you want to get her to give you an audio prompt. And she'll go, more to the left, Dad. And then you can turn oh, to wow. the left and turn to the right depending on where you're going and then she's like straight ahead that's it and then you go straight ahead and you keep and you'll get to where you need to go and there's even combat what yes there's combat i have fought with a bear i've got a sword so i can press the i think enter will uh draw my sword and you hear the sound come out and you you get into a, a, a combat stance and the bear will roar and you can tell where the bear is either in front of you to the left of you to the right of you when you hear it roar you press that direction on the up down left and right and you'll swing your sword and you 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 attack you have and you can't see anything it's actually i actually felt more comfortable closing my eyes playing this game than i did actually opening it and staring at the the blank screen well, this makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, like, it's not a game that is going to make you go, wow, like Horizon Zero Dawn or anything like that. But I was absolutely intrigued with how well it worked without even being able to look at anything. This is a game that blind people will will enjoy, I think, really well. 
Look, I tell you what, um, yeah, that, that that's amazing. That's inspirational. The people, uh, obviously, the head, the lead of the directors or the developers, or they've obviously had their life impacted by blindness I'd, within I'd their family so, yeah. or someone close. Yeah, because it's not that sort of thing. If you told me, asked me, you know, oh, what sort of game would you make? It has to be slightly different than to the norm and everything like that. And I'll be like, oh. You know, I'd have cars that shoot and turn into transformers. You know, mm. It's just cause. <laughs> but obviously, this person has been affected by it in their life, or it could be to blind themselves and funding it. I don't know, but Maybe. I just think it's ab- absolutely amazing. But the sound I quality did. of this game sounds triple A. Well, it, it has does. to be spot on. It does. It sounds brilliant. Like the voice acting, the sound effects, like you hear a horse and carriage come past. And like, I can't see that. But my mind's eye is is created what it thinks it looks like, just because of that sound, and because the sound is accurate and sounds really good. You hear footsteps, you hear a lot of people talking in the background, you hear uh, ambient ambience like you're in in a world. You know, it, it it was the sound is really really brilliant. That's a it's something to to look out for anyway. It's called a blind legend, so. What I want to uh, move on to now is a, uh, a service that I uh, have come across this week called Utomic. Now, what this is, think of the easiest way for me to describe this is it's Netflix for your PC for video games. So, <laughs> Utomic, that's U-T-O-M-I-K, links in, in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, it, that's what it is. Like, it's uh, it's a subscription-based service where you pay $5.99 US a month for one user or $9.95 US per month for four users. And once you do that, you download the client server for your computer, which is kind of like Netflix. It looks exactly like a Netflix uh, app. Layout UI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's exactly like that. Uh, and you've got... Uh, 470 games currently in the library and you can just play them whenever you want play whatever you want just like netflix the difference is it's download and play and not a streamed thing so you you can download the game to actually play it there's a little bit of a something i hope they fix later on is currently i can only work out how to download one game at a time like I can download one game and then download a second game, but you can't queue them to download. Is that? Uh, you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, I say, you physically can only download one at a time, not that you have the restriction of only one game at a time. Correct, yeah. So you can have like four, five, six games installed, but you have to manually install them one after the other. Like, because if I don't start downloading one game, and then straight away start downloading another one. It stops the previous one and downloads that one. So will, will the other one pick up like a, like the Xbox queue? Will no. the other one pick up as soon as one's finished, or you have no. to physically start it? No, you have to physically start it again. That's why I hope it's something oh, they fix. Oh. It is still in open beta. Ah, so there you go. Yeah, they're going to rely on feedback from the likes of yeah. So they're they're you. working on a few things. There's a few things that I'll mention that are that aren't absolutely watertight, but. Uh, it can be uh, can be fixed. Now there is a 14 day free trial that you can try out, which I, I recommend give it a go because you'll get a couple of weeks worth of um, playing all these games for nothing, which is cool. Uh, you require a PC with Windows 7 and above uh, and an internet connection. 
totally recommend having an unlimited internet plan here because yeah, obviously you're going to be downloading quite a fair few games because there's a lot there to play. Um, I've got a small list. I just made a list myself of uh, some of the games that are on there currently. Uh, Borderlands, Battlefront, oh, yes. yeah, Battlefront Two, Knights of the Old Republic, Overlord, oh, really? <clears throat> Raising Hell, Telltale's The Walking Dead, The Force Unleashed, Lego Star Wars, Worms, Magicka, Tropico Two. Bound by Flame, Anima Gate of Memories, that's an awesome game, Darksiders, Evo Land, Bridge Constructor, Poker, MXGP, Strong Bad series, thought you might like that. <laughs> and uh, the Sam and Max series are on there as well. And they're all from. Oh, wow. Yeah, from categories such as indie, action, strategy, platformer, adventure, Disney Channel, they're all the Star Wars games. Uh, yep. First-person shooters, casual, World War Two RPG, hack and slash, and retro. That's just that's most of them. It's not all of them that I've uh, mentioned there, but there's quite a few games on there that yeah you know, I've never heard of, and then you play them and you're like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. So it's it's good for that. It's a good experience for somebody that doesn't necessarily have a lot of money to go and buy AAA games. This sort of thing for for far. Uh, it's probably going to be about $15 or whatever it is US, but that's for four users. So you might be able to get away with about $11 Australian for one user to just have a massive library of games to go and play. So that's And there'll be no contract as well. So if you want no. it for a month or two and then come back once the games change up as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there is no contract. It's, you know, you cancel whenever you want. Uh, now, it's a little bit strange with multiplayer and online play. Where, mm. the, where are you, If you're playing a game that has a dedicated online service, uh, like I think Knights of the Old Republic is like that, where you sign up for your own yep. uh, account through, is it Bethesda or whatever? I don't know. Oh, through, through the official launcher, yeah. Through the, yeah. If it's a game like that, you've got no dramas with the multiplayer. All good, as normal. But if it's a game where the game had its own servers like Borderlands, it it might not be available. But I know Borderlands, you can't play online. Okay, so it's a little bit disappointing. Maybe they may implement something like that. I was going through their forums where it said they are working with trying to get around hurdles of multiplayer. Um, so that, that don't get your hopes up too high just yet for the multiplayer side of things. But there's, you know, the... Well, if they're successful, they'll implement servers, surely. Yeah, but it, it is going to be a massive hurdle, though. So, But there are still a lot of games to play there. And yeah, like I said, games that will require, like MXGP, you go and um, sign up for their actual like the games uh, multiplayer on the website so you can you can play the multiplayer there no dramas but yeah other games might have issues like magicka not sure if the multiplayer will work on that one but yeah so what else have i got on that uh, do, you, do you have any questions on it uh no not so much at the moment you pretty I, I was almost going to ask how much it was but you covered that mm -hmm. and um 
you're going to be covering it now for a little while too. So yeah. um, uh, me included and everyone else out there, if there is a, a, a burning question, feel free to ask it. But there's also going to be periodic updates and everything too in the, in the coming months as they grow. So as, But I think the most important thing needs to be noted, you said it is in open beta. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's so still... we, we give a little bit of leeway there. Yeah, so look, at the, there will be a written uh, review of sorts on AussieGamersExpress.com. It isn't up as yet, but that will come. I'm going to use it for a little bit more and get a little bit more of my head around it. But, um, yeah, so far, so good. It's, uh, it's yeah, I, can, I can imagine it's going to be quite brilliant. I played a, a, a few different games on it. Uh, let me just I'll open it up and have a look. I can't remember the names. There we go. My Utomic. Oh, what, one question, what are their download yeah. servers like? It goes pretty quick? Yeah, yeah, same as Steam, downloads fast, yeah. Uh, nice. I played a game called Undercover Cops. Now, oh, yeah? I'm not 100% sure if this game was made 30 years ago, or if it's just really, really retro, because it, it, it plays really good, but it looks like uh, street, no, Streets of Rage. <laughs> oh, how good was Streets of Rage? But this guy... <laughs> This game's sick. I actually really liked it. That was a mad game. Uh, I've downloaded Typo Man and played Typo Man. That's I think that's just come out on the PS4. Oh, okay. It's kind of a bit like Lim- Limbo. That's, oh, yes. That's not a bad game. Uh, Arcania Gothic. I had a quick go of that. That's, uh, like a, that's RPG, isn't it? Uh, an RPG, yep. Yep. Um, and I've downloaded, not played yet, Kill the Bad Guy, another game that's recently come out on the PS4. <laughs> so yeah, that's this, my library there is got what have I got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on there so far, and um, it, yeah, works good. Not a, not a not a bad idea. Now th- then, this comes after um, Microsoft have uh, launched their subscription thing that sounds similar to this but that's in the news we'll get to that and uh somebody mentioned on on our facebook page read that they wanted something like this for pc here you go you tommy there you go <laughs> we we wrestled one up for you mate that's, what, that's <laughs> and it's pure coincidentally too they contacted us saying have a look at this and uh i did and it's it's pretty cool but look i'll be talking about it over the podcast as well to as as times goes because i'll be using this um a fair bit, I think, by the looks of things. Yeah. Uh, but I think that covers my week, Red. Unless you've got any other questions. Oh, sounds absolutely fantastic. Well, Kadoki, then let's go into video game news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, this week in the news, first up we have details on Destiny 2. Tell us about that. Okay, so Destiny 2 is really, really, really hoping to be uh, released this year. Yeah. Uh, even to PC. But they, they, they've got a uh, ballpark month of September. Uh, another little tidbit, uh, Skylanders Studio, the Vicarious Visions, they're working with Bungie on the development of that also, so it could be a little bit cartoony. No, just jokes, just for laughs. Uh, so another side note, Bur- Bungie have just recently registered a trademark in the United States for Destiny Con. So, another convention mm. that maybe, Destiny dedicated. Or maybe they're working on how to con us with Destiny 2. Oh! 
Oh, well, it's tried and tested in number one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just do the Carlson. Okay, so I've got the big answer. The big answer. I've got the answer to the big question even, which is a big answer because it's coming from Big Red. Everyone I know, even myself, has said, are we going to be able to transfer characters? Right, mm. here you go. Bungie has confirmed that weapons, gear, and Eververse items won't transfer from Destiny to its upcoming sequel, Destiny 2. However, existing characters' race, class, and appearance will transfer across provided said character has achieved level 20 and completed the Black Garden story mission, so from vanilla Destiny and vanilla level cap. So right. you can buy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, there it is. That's that's the big answer. You're going to be able to take your likeness across, your shaders, your colours, all that sort of stuff, and your dancey moves, and your, uh, so everything you've micro, used microtransactions for, they'll all come with you, which I believe is a good move, if you know what I mean. Like um, like you just said earlier, you go, oh, I jumped on Destiny this week, and went, oh, get fucked. And there could be something that reminded you of your childhood that it was a moat, but it cost you $2 to go get, and then you'd be like, no, I'm not going to get that because Destiny 2 is going to be out soon. It's going to be rendered useless. Well, here you go. You can take that sort of stuff across with you. Yeah, that's, that's a good move. But um, as for taking my character across, does my character start from level 1 still? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, I, from what I've read, I assume yes, because all you're taking across is your race, your, cla your, race, your class, and your appearance. But in saying that, I'm hoping that Destiny 2's got more races to choose from. Not the same three. Oh, I was about to say, instead of just the Sparrow racing. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to play. I want a new one. I want a new character. My guy's boring, and he's got, like, a green head. I so didn't know that was go <laughs> like that. I wasn't going to be able to change him. That's pretty funny. So... Uh. One last thing too, um, you know how Destiny have been doing their events for the last three years, they do different things like your Iron Banner and your fucking Sparrow Racing like I just touched on and stuff like that. Their mm. final event will be titled Age of Triumph and that will start at the end of March and um, it'll be detailed soon in a series of three weekly live streams beginning Wednesday, the March of March 18th if you are interested. So. That's, uh, it looks like it's going to, be, going to be the last bit of work that they put into Destiny before just saying, well, that's it. You've got your sandbox now for a little while, and um, away we go with Destiny 2. But uh, no answers yet as to how long Destiny 1 will hang around with IE servers and support after the fact that Destiny 2 will be released. You'd think not long, but as soon as I have an answer, you'll have an answer. Very good. Thank you very much. Mm. Right, uh, moving on to Bolivia re reacts to Ghost Recon. <laughs> El Jefe has come out in the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. No. Uh, so, the Bolivian government have, uh, has expressed dissatisfaction with the way its country is portrayed in Ubisoft's upcoming, well, release to age, meh. Open world shooter Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> they think it's a they think it's a bad look on them, and and tourism will go down. <laughs> well, you you weren't in the chat last night, Red, but I said to Snoogans and uh, and Repremier, I said, how many times have you ever been, say, out for lunch at work with a bunch of people, <laughs> and someone said, 
where should I go for holiday? And everyone's gone, oh, dude, go to Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivia. <laughs> Nobody says that. Nobody <laughs> says go to Bolivia. Everybody says go to fucking Hawaii. Nobody <laughs> is giving the advice that you should go to fucking Bolivia. Because we all know it's true, really. <laughs> it's a fucking cocaine state. Yeah. Yeah, so the Bolivia government have been reported to have filed a formal complaint with the French embassy. Uh, we, what do you want us to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> it seems the Bolivians aren't particularly happy that their country is portrayed as a cartel-run hellhole. <laughs> Bit sad, monsieur. You are. Uh, <laughs> flight centre. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, mate. I was thinking about going for uh, a flight to uh, like a bit of a holiday to Bolivia, but that game, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, has just come out. I think I've changed my mind. Do you think maybe I could go to Antarctica instead? <laughs> who, the, who the fuck? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah well the Transformers game really put me off going to Cybertron too so I'll file a complaint there <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn's pissed me off I'm not I don't want to live on Earth anymore <laughs> no <laughs> we'll just uh, Andromeda's coming out soon we'll just get on a, a, a spaceship a Mass Effect relay yeah but Ubisoft just come out and said quote unquote Ghost Recon Wildlands is a work of fiction. <laughs> Shit's not real, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many things can you... Oh, it's like, um, what, New York come out and say, oh, well, because of the division, you know, we're not really happy with the division. <laughs> well, it's just based there. You know, if anything, it's drawing um, a little bit of um, interest your way. People might want to go to Bolivia after... The Say, oh, I want to, because I know people have gone to Boston to see if it looks anything like Fallout. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it does. <laughs> we'll go to Bolivia to see, we'll see if the drug cartel does actually live in this mansion in this sector of the map. Oh, what do you know? See. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just stupid, isn't it? What about that dickhead bloke that wanted to sue Call of Duty for using his likeness? Ah. Oh. Remember that garbage? Yeah. Fuck off, you uh, <laughs> Bit on yourself, aren't you, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, look, it's, uh, next thing you know, we'll be getting phone calls from Hitler. Nine, stop using me in that <laughs> sniper No, no, sniper leak, fine! I've only got one testicle! Stop shooting it! That's a shit accent! <laughs> Oh, I'm not that heavy. I would not set an anti-tank mine off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, news just in. <laughs> MS, the Bolivia, yeah. skyrocketing. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of job openings as fucking postal delivery services after postal. <laughs> yeah, they all quit. Fucking yeah. how far do you want to take this shit? No, yeah, it's exactly it. right. It's a work of fiction. If anybody's confused with it, then they're living in uh, a, a weird, weird <laughs> world. <laughs> a cocaine-run cartoon hellhole. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, sorry. This is meant to be the news. We're meant to take this shit seriously. <laughs> oh, are we? Well, fuck. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sad. News just in. Yeah. Oh, collect yourself, Red. Yeah, okay. good luck to them. All right, moving on. Next bit of news, Xbox gaming subscription service. Yeah, so Xbox and chill. <clears throat> Yes. Microsoft have announced a Xbox Game Pass subscription service, not unlike Utomic that you've said, and we've touched on like Netflix and everything like that. So here we go. Xbox Game Pass will give subscribers access, access, access to more than 100 Xbox One and backward compatible Xbox 360 games for 10.95 Australian a month. Every month, new games will cycle in and out, not unlike Netflix, giving gamers a constantly updating and rotating library. Mm-hmm. Publishers, oh, each, sorry, each game is fully downloaded rather than streamed. We need to touch on that. Oh, you know, I'm going to digress a little here. People are saying Xbox are out of it. They're not selling. They've got rah, rah. And then you look at Horizon Zero Dawn and your Neo and your Near Automator and all these exclusives that are hitting the PlayStation, just how well it's doing. This is something they've not been able to do right. Their subscription services, i.e. Plus, like, yeah, we get our discounts. The games aren't brilliant, but well, it is essentially free. But your, your games with gold are usually pretty brilliant. Um, you got backwards compatibility, and now their rivaling streaming service, uh, not like PlayStation Now, which is a streamed service and not available in Australia, New Zealand, Anywhere with under a fucking 50 megabit connection, really. Yeah, but it's still not even available here regardless. Now, my internet connection is fast enough for PlayStation now, but I can't use it. Yeah, it's a bit... bit, uh, But as an average, if you know what I mean, I don't reckon it's viable to come here. Yeah, everyone in your street could do it, even if if everyone in your suburb could do it, but the next suburb can't do it. Well, that's 50-50 of that land area mass. No one in Tasmania would be able to do it full stop. I, I just don't think I don't think there's a, a big enough population for them to implement that sort of service. But if they did have a downloadable service, i.e., Xbox, Utomic, even ne- even Netflix, cottoned on, you could download your TV shows in advance. We touched on that, yeah. and it's not it's and that's only become really prevalent for me because my daughter does it now. I get her to do it of a morning. She'll download her TV show. I'm oh, having internet issues at the moment, but for the last. Say three or four weeks when we do have internet connection, she downloads her mo- she downloads a movie and a TV episode from whatever series she's watching, and she watches that when she goes to bed. And by the time they finish, she knows the TV's got to be go off and everything like that. But then they're not skipping and jumping on her, and where I believe my wife should have priority over anything uh, internet related because she pays for it. Then hers is not skipping, and if she's not using it, then I've got full bandwidth. And I think. The download in advanced option for these streaming services is such a fucking wicked initiative and it could almost tilt the scale of which one you select to go with. Because I've got a PlayStation, I've got an Xbox. If I was going to get a subscription-based service where I had access to X amount of games per month without limits for, for said price, I would use either Utomic if I had a computer or I'd use the Xbox. I, I wouldn't even... We've got American accounts. If we really wanted it, we could have PlayStation now. No, we you know can't. What I mean? Oh, we can't. No, it doesn't work. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, full stop. Yeah, oh, my bad. It still doesn't work for me. Like, uh, yeah, we don't have it actually set up on the Australian accounts, but if I go into the American account, it tells me my internet's not fast enough. <laughs> 
you could launch a small fro- they launched a rocket to the moon with less bandwidth than what you have yeah I, I think I think it's got to do with the regional location thing. like yeah the location it's because um, actually currently I've got a, a VPN on my PS I was about to say you, we, we, the people used to run around doing the I VPN should, with the American Netflix I should try it now and, and see if it works but yeah it, it still won't let me with an American account Tells me it's, it just says it's not fast enough. When I'm like, well, it didn't even look like you checked, man. You kind of just said it wasn't. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good good service. I, I'll check that out once it um, once it hits the consoles, and I'll see if it's uh, worth keeping around. I'll really quickly just sign off by saying publishers on board are 2K505, Bandai Namco, Capcom, Codemasters, Deep Silver, Focus Home, Sega, SNK Corporation, THQ, Nordic, Warner Brothers Interactive, and Microsoft Studios. So what, what we currently have missing from the thing are the big three, though EA do have EA Access, uh, also Activision and Ubisoft. So the big three aren't signed on here yet. They still believe that people should pay top dollar for their games, and... We will. <laughs> Let me read out now, just going back to the Utomic. Let me read out the um, publishers on board for that. Yeah. THQ Nordic, Paradox Interactive, NHTV Games, 1C Game House, Uta Games, Plugin Digital, Codemasters, Merge Games, Milestone, Sega, Daedalic Entertainment, Epic Games, and Disney. Mm, Disney's a big one, though. A few of those are, are similar. To what you've mentioned absolutely yeah non-american yes. publishers uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah there you go all right nice uh, yeah, yeah one last thing the blockbuster games you will see on release will be halo 5 payday 2 nba 2k 16 and soul caliber 2 there you go nice one okie dokie that's the end of the news red let's go into what's that sound brilliant news segment i must say mate it was good thank you very much for for saying that because i'm awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just kidding it's all you man that was uh your news items that made it all right um last week's what's that sound red i said monkey island yeah you said the witcher 2 yeah. And the survey said... <laughs> it was Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah, Prince of Persia, the sands of time. She needs me. I can see it in the way she looks at me. All I'd have to do is reach out and take her hand, and she'd be mine. Why am I talking to myself? Yeah, a game now unplayed. I mean, oh. what a good game. <laughs> I played that game on the PS2. That was a fucking awesome game. For, the, for its yeah. time, it kicked yeah. some goals. It was a good good way for Prince of Persia to turn. Going back in time, that was cool. Mm. Obviously, it's the edge of time. You could use the, use the little blade well, and go that's, back. That's where that all started. The whole, I've made a mistake, rewind the game thing that then the racing games have taken on. Yeah. Uh, we had Zach Courtney and Ross Mark get the correct answers. Um the podcast only came out yesterday, so obviously it's quite early, so we're going to miss anyone else that gets it to uh, give them a shout on the podcast. Um, yeah, well, yeah, but let's get this week's sound. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, let's have a yeah, chance at infamy again. 
Yeah, <laughs> Jason's been stumping us. This one's called Ivan Audio's File Inside. <laughs> Double that, click me. Is that kind of like is I've got an horse outside? I've got Ivan Audio <laughs> File Inside. Is, is that maybe what you're I have an audio inside. Yeah, we, yeah, I could, I could, I could make it work. <laughs> I think that might be what he's doing there. Anyway, let's have a listen to it and see if we know what it is. Fuck it. Rip here! It's a wave file! Stupid. You st- stupid. Stupid. Millennial. Yeah. We were talking about them earlier. <laughs> Do you need a minute? Because I could no. really go to the toilet. <laughs> Alright, boys. We're up. Ooh. Good. What's up, 30? No smart-ass comment? Yeah, because my ass is numb. But I don't know if it's from the cold or from sitting on it for three days. There we go. Now we're ready. Let's do it. Oh, I don't really know. It's just not really, not really much happens at the start. Let's have a listen again. All right, boys. We're up. Good. What's up, 30? No smart-ass comment? Yeah, because my ass is numb. But I don't know if it's from the cold or from sitting on it for three days. There we go. Now we're ready. Let's do it. Sounds sound, sound so Gears of War, but it's obviously not, because you would have gone, ah! No, no, I would have. I would be 100 percent confident that I'd get that if it was gears. No, I don't know. It's maybe Battlefield. Can you call that bad dude company. 30? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking Battlefield Bad Company. Uh, what is he calling? That's not a bad guess. All right, boys, we're up. Good. What's up, 30? No smart ass comment. Yeah, because my ass is numb. But I don't know if it's from the cold or from sitting on it for three days. There we go. Now we're ready. Let's do it. Yeah, there's so there's a, there's a lot of ethnicity in there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Far out. Uh, we'll just do a broad spectrum. You go Battlefield series all the way from beginning <laughs> to end, and I'll go Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know with that one. If uh, anyone listening uh, at home or in your car or wherever you are, if you think you know what that sound is, send us a message to our Facebook page. And if you're correct, there's a very good chance you're going to walk away with yourself a free game. Well, I don't know what that is. That's my guess anyway. Look, I tell you what, like we've said in the past, oh, well, we would never have got that. We get the answer to them. Oh, we would never have got that. But everyone that Rip seems to send through, it's like, oh, yeah, I played that. Oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's relevant. So I, I still think you're doing a very good job, Jason. Thank you very much. Yes. Well, the, the, the general idea for What's That Sound for 2017 is obscure sounds from well-known games. Yeah. So generally, it's going to be a game that we've heard of, if not played, but it's going to mm. be something that probably is just a little bit sort of to the left of centre. Maybe it might be an NPC, maybe it might be just a quick piece of dialogue or a sound effect in the in the game that you know isn't overly used and won't be commonly known. So it's going to be for the uh, the big fans, but. The hardcores, yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. That's who's going to get it. Yeah, but when we really test people is when it's not dialogue. I might ask him to give us a few more without dialogue. Let's not let's not give the Google option all the time. 
Because you can Google yeah. the dialogue. The dialogue's Googleable. Whereas it's not a rule. It's not something where you're not going to win if you don't. If you have Googled it, I don't care. It's fine. We, we're just happy that you're listening to the show, really. But it's a, still a good test. So maybe, maybe some non googleable ones. Because that'll stuff Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was gla- I was glazing over my notes for the next segment, and then everyone, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on you. And, and, and I, I'm under Robert White. I think he Googles too. <laughs> Most people do. Even you do. <laughs> He's Tasmanian, mate. Oh, well. We, do, we, we, we can't retain that sort of, of that amount of information. And I'm speaking from, yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's a cool Tasmanian Devil video I watched yesterday. How if you'd like to describe it, Luke. <laughs> hey? They've got Tasmanian Devil video yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. How good's that Tasmanian Devil, man? It's it, basically I sent this video to Red, and I said that there's Tasmanians for you. Basically, it's a video of this guy releasing a Tasmanian Devil into the wild, and the stupid thing literally goes from his hands back into the trap. And the handler just loses his shit. Yeah, you fucking idiot. We're trying to release you, and you got damn trapped. Can't even speak. I'm making fun of a Tasmanian. (laughs) Anyway, it's a funny video. Uh, Let's move on to Red Shout. Hey! Okay. <coughs> me, 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 me. This week's shout. Now it's something I'm getting behind as well, starting today. But um, Chaser, right? Admin Chaser. He's uh, yep. he's a different bloke, and um, I've got to know him a little bit over the last uh, couple of months, and a little bit more personally over the last few days. And what has prompted this is a a bit of common ground, and he raised a point in a video posted on the page here not long ago, which you touched on on your video yesterday as well, Luke, that uh, healthy healthy body, healthy mind, healthy gaming, let's live forever and play games for a thousand years. And the only way we're going to do that is with a healthy body and a healthy mind. So today's shout is to Chaser for having the balls to put himself out there and raise this awareness. I've followed suit. You've followed suit. I think we all... It's easy for us all to say, yeah, we should be healthy and yeah, we should be doing this and yeah, they'll benefit from that. But when it comes, when push comes to shove, and I'm speaking from personal experience, all the intentions in the world don't make you get up off your ass and, and go hit the frog and toad and go for a walk, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. But I'm, go- I'm going to now. I'm going to. And, and, the, and the main <clears throat> body of the shout is, uh, just to wrap up, is to Chaser for bringing this awareness to us all and... Uh, vocalising his appreciation for everyone jumping on board, admins included. But he was also had the direct approach. He needed an app. He, he's a very app-driven man. And I know I've noticed this uh, over the last few different posts. He's looking for different apps for his phone to try and enhance his life or help him. So we we had a few people jump on. Uh, Toby McCullum jumped in. Robert White jumped in. Shout out Martin Creamers, Dylan Friedwald, uh, you and me. We've all jumped in and we've all had our little two bobs worth and um, 
tried to help Chase with the selection of an app. I can personally speak for S Health because my phone almost went into meltdown when I was at the Sydney Expo, or the EB Expo in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's like, you are walking too far. You're about to die. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's obviously accurate in some form of, uh, uh, in some capacity. But yeah, so a big shout out to everyone's health. We need to just uh, double think. Like, we got games at this stage in our life. I know we're in our 30s and everything with like Horizon Zero Dawn coming out and Ghost Recon coming out. I want to be here for the PlayStation 5 and introducing my grandchildren to the PlayStation 6. So if we could all just do that one thing, pass it on, do a pay it forward sort of thing. Give someone a bit of encouragement if you know someone that's trying or someone that has the intentions of it just can't get over that mental hurdle of um, just getting and starting, encourage them, pay it forward. Aussie Gamers says get healthy and have fun gaming. So, yeah, do it. Absolutely. Now, look, it might be daunting, but um, my like, basically what I do is go for a 30-minute 30, 30 walk, 3Ks. Mm. 30 minutes, 3Ks, and like do that daily. Every, every day? Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's all you need to do. Like you don't have to go and bust your ass at the gym or anything like that. But if you keep active, just make sure you've got that thirty minutes of exercise a day. And like you, I mean, it's not going to um, do much if you're just constantly eating shit and what have you. But if you eat healthy, take the healthier choice. It doesn't mean you need to starve yourself. Eat healthier. Keep active getting up you know some people like i mean i'm guilty of it there are some days when i'm busy doing aussie gamer stuff where i'm literally sitting at my computer all fucking day and then i go shit i've been here for like the last eight hours doing stuff i'm going for a walk it'll clear my head gets me out of the house and you know it's healthy like today like i've got a busy day on we're doing the podcast right now obviously once we finish this podcast i'm gonna go for a walk because Right now, I've been in this room now for nearly an hour and a half, and you know I've been in front of the computer, and I've got more things to do. I need to get the show edited. I need to get it all ready because I don't have time later this week to do it. So I need to do all that today. But I'm not going to just continue on and do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a walk, come back, have lunch, and and then get into it. And that way, it's it, it keeps keeps you moving, keeps you active. Without busting yourself. And that's the thing. A big, big thing that people get caught up with with health is that they get fired up and they're ready and they'll go and do two hours in a gym. You're not going to maintain You're not going to maintain that because it's daunting. <clears throat> like it's, it's okay yeah. when you've got the fire in your belly, but that's not going to last. Do 30 minute walk. It's 30 minutes and it's done. Yeah. You don't. Get on with it. Yeah. That's it, and it's not going to scare you for tomorrow because you know you, you don't have two hours of slogging your ass at the gym to look forward to. You're like, oh, what excuse can I come up with? Thirty minute walk. Yeah, walk as a bare minimum. Walk down to the shop and get your get your milk for the day. Yeah, just something simple like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Look, because I'm 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 quite self conscious of it within myself, but. I don't portray it like that. I take a, a stab at myself all the time, say, oh, yeah, fat bastard, blah, blah. But I've just gone over 130 kilos, and that's that's no joke, and that's dangerous. Hmm. Well, so. I mean, it's, it's not really a topic that I've ever really delved into, but probably about seven, it'd be about seven years ago, Red, I was eight kilos bigger than you. I've seen photos. 
That one's 138 I've been, I've been kilos. I've been in your home, yeah. Yeah, 138 kilos I was seven years ago. I made a difference. Um, I made a change. I changed the, my eating habits. And uh, that's what I did. Walk I mean, half were, hour. <laughs> well, there was a point where I walked for, like, so, like on some days, I don't know, I just had like a spur of energy and I worked, walked for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. I always did the half an hour. And that was it's hard like, to maintain if they like you said with the gym. It's hard to maintain that if you start off with that. You walk for half hour, build up a little bit of cardio, and then as you said, you'll have a spur of energy. Do a second lap. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You can do that sort of stuff. And if you don't feel up to it the next day, then just do your half an hour, and you'll think, "Oh, yep. that was easy." But that's the thing. If you if you if you smashing yourself at the gym, it's it's not fun to start off with. And you're, you're not sore. You're going to make excuses not to do it the next day, and that's when you stop. So it's it's important to keep active. And the thing is, once you've done, you keep active, and you've done your half an hour, maybe your hour, hour and a half, whatever. It's fucking guilt-free gaming the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and as something else, I should say I've been doing a, a lot of lately, and Pat and I have been spurring each other on a lot. Um, two liters of water a day. Do it. Yeah, drink your water. Do it. That was a massive shout again. Everything is just so full of life this week. Well, we've got a lot of people on board with Aussie Games Express now. We're getting a lot of interaction on the Facebook page, on the website, on the podcast. We're getting a lot of love, and we're trying to show how we appreciate that by yeah, doing these shouts and done it. And giving giving back as much as we can, and uh, as we grow, so will everything. Our community will grow, and so will our appreciation of that said community will grow as well. Yes. There you go. All right. Uh, moving to last words. Yeah, let's. Okay. The switch came out. Yeah, that's, that was my last words too. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, speaking about things in your mouth. Oh, Jesus. Licking the, con- yeah. licking the cartridges. People are licking them because they've got some <laughs> foul taste to them. Yeah. That's weird, yeah, eh? I, I don't know. So there's seven people with a bad taste in their mouth because the eighth person that bought it just didn't after reading our news item. <laughs> Now, the problem is, nostalgia isn't a good enough reason to justify paying four, $500 to play Zelda. No. Or that, Mario. Because that's all it does. Hey, Zelda and Mario, maybe, but there is no Mario. That doesn't come out till yeah. the end of the year. But yeah, so basically, if you, if you have a Switch right now, you're a Zelda fan. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot out there. Mm, but anyway, I, I'm not. I'm not getting one yet. I will have one. There's no doubt about that. You know me as as well as you should. And you know I will have one eventually. Yeah, I'd get a pro before a switch. Well, yeah, I've I've done that. I know you would. Uh, Steamworld Two, Steamworld Dig Two was uh, announced for the Switch. Uh, it was announced for the Switch. I'm hoping that it comes to other consoles. Surely. Hmm. 
because I want to play that. What about Mads Mikkelsen? You know who that is, right? Yeah. He's the star of the upcoming, or one of the stars of the upcoming, Death Stranding. Yep. Apparently, he he's come out and said in an interview that Kojima tried to explain to him the storyline of Death Stranding, and he got lost. Oh, good luck. Confused the fuck out of him. That means wicked things. That means it's Kojima. <laughs> oh, did, did, did you know there's Death Stranding Easter eggs in Horizon? I do, yeah. 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 Handcuffs on the beach or something, and... There's yeah, the, the necklace the and a baby, baby doll. Baby doll, yeah, yeah. That's uh, interesting. So I'll be checking that out. <laughs> uh, what about Assassin's Creed Empire? You put much behind that? Uh, look, of all the leaks to come out lately, you'd have to figure that there'd be some truth behind it, though it's very clickbaity. But it makes sense that stuff's starting to come out now because it's going to be a biannual game. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it's. I reckon it'll be true. Assassin's Creed Empire, and it'll be uh, Egypt. Well, that's what everyone everyone's split at the moment. They want Egypt or feudal Japan. Well, feudal Jap- Japan would be my number one. Egypt yes. would be all right, but but I mean, what do you have like castles and stuff? Because you can't really scale the side of a bloody pyramid. How obvious is that? Everyone's going to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's you climb in the day to the Sphinx. <laughs> oh, that's the um, the sink point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you dive out of the button. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's real, but I haven't heard anything more about it. Like the uh, the Mordor rumor that was that was cleaned up the day after. Haven't heard with the trailer. Well, yeah. But I haven't heard anything on Assassin's Creed yet. People are keen on nah. it, though. Real keen. Uh, Ryzen. Right, the uh, Ryzen 7 and all that CPU. sort of stuff. The, the AMD chipsets come out. They're out there. They've been released now. Yep. And uh, there's been a lot of Intel fanboys bashing it, saying that shit. I haven't yeah, I've any- seen that. There's no hardcore evidence that it's no good. It looks good to me. I've seen a little bit of evidence, but they're comparing the Ryzen, which is half the price of the uh, Intel chip that they're putting it up against for figures. Yeah. Well, if you if you compare the Ryzen, the R7 chip, with the Intel 7 chip of its same equivalency, it's better. But the yes. argument is that AMD are putting forward that it's still comparable to the, the model above that is a yes. $1,000 CPU and this thing costs half the price. So I guess that's their, their thing. I mean, look, if, you, if you're if you going to compare it with with that one, yeah, maybe it, it, it may not perform just as well. But if you're looking at category for category and bang for buck, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not spruiking this because I'm trying to sell the product. I'm trying to buy the product. Like I'm not trying to sell it. I, I, I'm trying to work out whether I want it for myself. Should I go Intel or should I try out Ryzen? It's a big, it's a big thing because this is going to impact probably the best part of another decade for me. Yeah, um, big yeah. Or at least half because you know I'm going to have to put a thousand dollars or so into the PC to change the motherboard up and the RAM and all that sort of shit and the CPU. So. I, but the thing that interests me most about Ryzen is that they're, they're selling it as um, 
brilliant for multitasking. And that's that's what yeah. I need because with multitasking comes playing games and streaming at the same time. And that's something I can't really do at the moment on my PC because the CPU clocks out. <clears throat> that and multifaceting recording because I've seen your, well, we've all seen your videos, but I understand that you're putting three, four videos at once into one file. Yeah. And that's also taxing. That's exactly right, yeah. For my video editing, I do need a stronger CPU because there have been videos that I've had to make in three sections. Like I've had to make yeah. the intro section to the, separate to the body, separate to the outro, what have you, just so there's there's not all of it in one video because there's not enough um, power to, to process it all and it crashes. So I have to cut it up into bits and pieces. So I'm hoping something like Ryzen might salute, be the solution for that. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not ready to make a purchase, so I'm still doing a lot of research into Intel's i7s versus the Ryzen. But, uh, Ryzen's looking very interesting for me. But uh, we'll, we'll keep around that, and my decision will be vocalised. Yeah, well, you've drawn my attention to it, so I've been only looking into it as a perspective um, for you. And you said that they have it's comparable to the high-end Intel's, but yep. when they do, because when they've done those tests, we're talking the, the differentiation, it's only within 2 to 5% difference between frame rate and shit like that, so oh, it's not a massive difference either that's probably warranted the extra 500 just that, for the CPU. That's exactly right. They're, they are very, very similar in performance, but they're half price. That's the thing. That is the thing. And that, that makes me think that Intel's price is based a lot on them being the world leader in CPU Oh, it's production. like buying Nike shoes. How, how much exactly. do you pay for the tick? Exactly. That's right. The, the production of the shoe is $5 and the tick is two ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking why this, is, this can be half price because it doesn't have the Intel name on it. Mm. Yeah. But anyway... What about you? you? Got any other last words? Um, what did I have? I thought I skimmed across something that was of relative importance, but maybe it wasn't. Ah, you remember the you know the good guy from the new Star Wars film, Donnie Yen? Uh, was that uh... Rogue One? Um, oh, Rogue Asian One. Guy. I haven't seen Rogue One. Oh, okay. Oh, have you seen the movies The IP Man? No, the, the karate thing. Yeah. Karate, the martial arts thing. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Same person. If you look up, he's the, the, the Asian guy who's on the, he's in Rogue One. He's going to be the lead star in the Sleeping Dogs film. Oh, okay. Hmm, Sleeping Dogs movie, eh? Yeah. Well, it's just triad, isn't yeah, it? It's just yeah. a triad story. It's 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 um, big, tr big trouble yeah. in China. Oh, such a good movie, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah else? That's that's me. That's me about exhausted with all my um comical dispositions. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I'm red. <laughs> yeah, nah, all good. Thank you everyone for listening to this week's podcast. As usual, I am Lucas. And I'm red. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> <Pure idiot. laughs> yeah.
<laughs> That's it. We are finished for another week. We are packing up our bat and ball and we're going home. If you're keen for more content before the next show, then head over to the Aussie Gamers Express Facebook page and give us a like. And check out our website at www.aussiegamersexpress.com. We are also on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and every other social network that you can think of. Except that weird one that no one uses. You know the one. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. See you all next time on the Aussie Gamers Express Video Game Podcast.